Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on another episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Uh, joining me today, we have uh, two gentlemen from MD Revolution. We have the CEO, Kyle Williams, and the VP of Product Management, Michael Moore. How are you today? Doing great, thank you. Great, awesome. Let, let's kick it off. Kyle, we'll start with your background and then we'll kick it over to Michael and then we'll dig into uh, MD Revolution. Sure. Um, so my, my career has been um, in and around implementing and getting uh, value out of technology um, across a variety of, of, of different sectors, um, healthcare, uh, consumer goods, big pharma. Um, and then for the last 10 years, uh, I've been involved with um, investing in early stage companies um, of which one of them was MD Revolution. And uh, so that's kind of my path to, to MD Revolution was uh, first as an investor uh, and now as, as the leader of the CEO. Yeah, and I'm Mike Moore. I'm the Vice President of Product Management for MD Revolution. So uh, over my career, I've worked in, in a variety of uh, kind of te technology companies and services companies, always with a focus on health uh, activity uh, and wellness. Uh, and over the course of that career, I've been able to move kind of closer and closer to the exact point where care is delivered to the patient. So uh, I'm responsible for the software technology that our clinicians or our clients' clinicians use to actually manage the day-to-day -day care uh, and all of the, the interactions with the patients and the multiple ways in which we do that. Uh, and also uh, lead the team that provides the uh, electronic healthcare integrations to give us really uh, deep integration that takes our workflows and the work that we do for practices and gets it right into the existing workflows, whether it be in uh, Athena Health, Greenway, uh, Azalea, uh, each different EHR, making sure that the practices have access to our teams and what our, our platform does, but don't have to leave the tools that they use day to day to manage their practice. Super interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always, um, product always has such a, anyone touching product has such a, a, a difficult job. Um, you know, a, a good product can, can make or break a, a company and, and you have to be at the forefront of it. And Kyle, it's so interesting to hear. I would like to say that that pathway is one that I've never, it's, there's, I love hearing when investors are like, you know what, like, I love this company, I want to be involved. And so it's, it's always great hearing those type of stories. And also the, the success rates of the from what I've seen, of the, the companies where the investor decides they want to be like a part of the company, uh, you know, they, they tend to do really well. So I'm really excited for, for you and the team. Um, kicking it back to you, and then we'll go back to Mike. Uh, give us, for the audience that maybe hasn't heard of MD Revolution, give us a brief overview of the company. Um, you know, you can both take parts of it. Kyle, you can just take it, and then we can dig into some insights. You bet. Uh, so, you know, I, as Mike started to, to discuss, um, MD Revolution is a remote care management company. And so our, our, our goal is to um, make the patient and care management process and experience um, as good as it is in any other industry. Uh, and that's, you know, really a struggle in healthcare because it's so fragmented between inpatient, inpatient stays, specialists, um, patients bounce around, you know, with different insurance plans and coverages. Um, and so it's just a really complex, uh, from a patient's perspective, a complex, um, you know, experience. And so we're really trying to um, as Mike mentioned, really bring the healthcare that can be delivered um, at home um, with the help of devices and other data sets and outreach. Um, 
to really connect patients back to uh, their care plan, right? What is it that, that will help a patient to get better? Uh, what proactively can patients do um, to stay well? Uh, that's really our mission is to, is to connect as many patients um, with as many providers um, and care teams as we can. Um, and right now we're really focused, um, it's kind of interestingly on, on the Medicare population. So, uh, seniors, right. And, uh, you know, there's probably some skepticism. We see it all the time with physicians, um, about the senior population adopting technology, you know, will they, will they use connected devices? Will they, will they, will they text with us? Um, and the answer is absolutely yes. Um, so, so the good thing too, for us is that Medicare um, has really been at the forefront of developing payer models, uh, and payment for, for these kind of services, um, which, you know, those incentives have to be there, um, in order for the healthcare system to change. Um, so we're really latched onto, onto that sector right now. Um, how many Medicare patients can we get connected to, to our platform, um, uh, which really connects them back to a care team, either our care team or the provider-based care team so that they can get the help they need for the 99% of the time that they're not with their physician, right? And that's where a lot of these things, that's where we see the breakdowns in adherence to medication, um, adherence to diet, adherence to um, just understanding people's everyday life and, and making sure that they're on the plan that a doctor thinks they're on. Yeah, and I uh, I think that's a that's a great introduction. I think you know, and and it's really uh, picking up on that idea of understanding what can take place in between a traditional office visit. Uh, and I think that where we go even a step farther is saying, you know, it's not just a, a single uh, episode or a single you know visit outside of the office. It's actually a, a series of very high touch, kind of high coordinated activities with a patient to keep them engaged. So uh, instead of a a phone call in between their office visits. It's a series of, of calls, uh, ongoing messages and reminders, uh, as well as a care experience built around what the patient's goals might be, as well as what their health goals are um, from the provider who has prescribed that service. And so, you know, where it's, it's providing that uh, and a technology that helps us kind of keep, keep track, coordinate, and, and focus on each of the patients that need the help in a way that gets them, um, you know, a higher level of, of engagement and adherence, uh, but also, you know, with remote patient monitoring or, or just the coaching interactions that we have, collecting more and more data that does make that next office visit all that much more valuable. Um, you know, every time we are getting someone to take their blood pressure, we're not only able to better care for them, but we're giving data that traditionally has not even been available to um, the provider to be able to see uh, in the electronic health record at the point that they're seeing the patient for the next visit. So it really does uh, improve the, the patient experience, but also is providing more and more data to the overall view that the provider gets to really effectively manage care. Let's, let's stick with you here, Mike, because you said something that I want to keep going with, and then we'll kick it back over to Kyle. What are some of these key insights that that you and your customers have, have learned over time? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'd say the number one key uh, insight and really is a, a big premise of just how our, our technology was built and why we were founded was that, you know, uh, engagement happens over time and um, at a human um, connection level. And so, you know, they are, we know that patients are aware of what uh, their provider or what they maybe should be doing from a health perspective. 
but we found that uh, in order to effectively take care of the patient, we need that health information, but we also have to spend the time to understand uh, what um, are their motivators and what's going to make them adhere and whether that's them or oftentimes, uh, you know, one of their children or someone that is really applying some incentive to pay more attention and keep some of these things more top of mind. Uh, and so uh, I think what we learned is that, you know, effective care management doesn't happen at a single point outside the visit. It's a series of interactions. Uh, and sometimes the information we get is very concrete and data uh, uh, measures. Uh, and other times it's a little more um, just listening and beginning to hear things uh, a little bit sooner than might come up or might pass that threshold of when a patient's going to bring it up to their doctor. So, uh, you know, I, I think we found it's as much art as science uh, in, in care delivery um, and using the tools and the data to help tie that together. But uh, if anything, I think we found that that human connection is really important. Um, and, you know, and then getting that and, and capturing that data so that it can be used in, in you know, by the providers, uh, but in a way that, you know, I don't think you can manage those interactions if you're not really focused on, on, on that type of patient engagement. Um, uh, and that's where, you know, a, we come in from a, a services perspective, but also from a software perspective is to be able to take on what is a really specialized function in care delivery um, that is very different than what um, has traditionally happened inside an office or a medical setting. And now, Kyle, if, if there's anything else you want to add to that, um, I also want to add a part two to that, too. So if you add anything else, also d dive into this a bit. Uh, you know, what are some of these customer outcomes that you've seen as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the the first thing, um, I think the real insight, I mentioned it before a little bit, but the insight that patients um, will adapt these temp technologies if they're, if they're simple, if they're easy to use, um, and if they know that someone is actually watching, right? So um, many, many, many cardiologists, for example, will, will prescribe medications and, to patients and they want them to take their blood pressure every day. Um, patients will, will do that, especially if they know that the physician is then actually watching the data come in on a daily basis and can help them, right? It's not just a, Hey, I'm watching you to, uh, you know, make sure you're complying, but they're watching them to see if it's actually having the impact on their blood pressure or not. Um, and then, you know, seeing the side effects, as Mike mentioned, just the blood pressure alone, um, may tell you something, but also, you know, the side effects, you know, they feel queasy, they, uh, you know, they're having problems, you know, urinating, like what are the side effects that, you know, people will, will then not take the medication because it makes them feel worse. Right. So it's those kind of things. It's that feedback loop, right. Of these small incremental changes in, in health, um, and, or what we're expecting, you know, a prescription or a plan of care to do It's getting that back in front of, of, of the clinician, you know, of the, of the prescriber, the diagnoser. To say, hey, is this what you intended to happen? Are, are these normal side effects? So it's really that feedback loop, I think, um, is really important. And it's just in those little interactions, um, they really add up to, you know, to big changes in, um, you know, preventing readmissions or preventing, um, you know, out of control, out of control situations. And, you know, as it relates to just remote care management, right, where it's at now, I guess, I would love to be able to to also dig into some of the trends that that you're both seeing in the space, um, and also maybe some guidance around, you know, how how are these practices uh, preparing for these? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I'll start. I mean, I think I think the biggest 
the biggest thing that that is is a barrier to adoption is trust. Uh, and so I think it's really, you know, again, it's it's about buy-in at at the physician level, um, at the practice management level to say, hey, look, you know, we we have a, a way of taking care of patients today um, that's very reactive, right? It's very appointment-based. Um, and, you know, that really, it really constricts um, access to care. And so th they have to trust, you know, a partner like us, um, both from a technology perspective and from a, you know, care delivery perspective, if we're engaged in that, to really open up that circle of trust, right? To include us um, in that process, um, you know, and to understand our roles, right? Like we're not, we're not diagnosing, uh, we're not prescribing, but we're listening and we're, you know, we're under their supervision typically, right? Um, to really connect that, you know, 24 seven, uh, you know, listening, diagnosing, data gathering um, process, and then to do something with it on the back end. So that's, you know, I, I think to get ready, they have to have the mindset that, hey, this works, that this can, that their patients want it, uh, and that it's not going to be, a, you know, an overburden to their practice because they're really set up for, you know, again, getting patients in and out the door, right? And so we're a lot oftentimes exposing them to a whole, a whole potentially bigger set of data problems, feedback, uh, and they have to kind of trust us that we know how to triage our way through that and to escalate the right things back to them at the right time based on protocols, right? So I think that's just, again, it's an expansion of, of mindset. Anything you want to add, Michael? If not... No, no, I think that's great. I think Kyle captured it exactly. Well, my last question for both of you is what's next, right? What, what's, uh, what can you tell us here today? I know when I ask that question, there's things you can't tell me, and that's when usually people smile because um, they, they know something, right? But what can you tell us here today in terms of what's next? And I know that's, that's a pretty broad question, but uh, you know, what's next from the product side? What's next from just general like organizational overview? Uh, that could be a multitude of things, right? But would love to hear what's next. Uh, I, I can start off first. So, you know, I think, um, and uh, as this relates even back to our, our, our clients, you know, we are, um, you know, in a business of taking care of patients and we're, we're collecting uh, a lot of data along the way and giving a lot more um, actionable uh, information back to the practices and the care of patients. And so even for ourselves, uh, you know, kind of what next really begins to be continuing to take uh, advantage, learn, and take those insights from um, that data and from the interactions with the patient uh, and uh, make that actionable for um, uh, next steps for how to best um, manage the patient's experience over a number of months and how to really tie back to uh, really the important measures for an individual patient, but also for the practice. And so, you know, as we use um, remote patient monitoring data, our health coaching data, assessments, all those things are collecting um, data, which then become really, you know, there's a kind of a health logic that goes into and turning those back into actionable tasks for our care team, uh, in many cases, or the practices care team to incorporate into care management. And so, you know, the, I, I think the biggest trend now is seeing that all these things, that care management is not just a silo of one uh, experience that's taking care of the patient, uh, but really can work holistically for all the health goals to really tie in uh, reminders and activities um, for uh, patients' preventative care, um, not just managing the patient, uh, the diagnosis that we have or the conditions that they're managing today, uh, but really work with the practice to identify screenings and care gaps and all those things 
so that those care management experiences all have that tied in. And, and when we do the difficult work to get a, a relationship built with the patient and, and be talking to them on a regular basis, that we can be taking care of a wide variety of their needs at that point uh, and really allow everyone then the provider and, and the health, uh, the practice to be able to then um, really manage their the point where we have patients that do need the individual in-office approach uh, and having them come back in uh, with a, a a set of data and actionable steps um, to make the most of that visit, as well as use that visit, as, as Kyle said, to reinforce with the patient that the provider is concerned about their ongoing health and their participation in this program helps that. So, uh, you know, a long way of saying, I think we've just started to connect the dots and there's some really exciting things as we see those pieces all tie together. Uh, and especially with the integrations that we do with the EHR where all the information we've collect goes right back into their tools so they can use it in their analysis as well uh, and understanding um, you know, how these programs are you know, uh, benefiting patients, but also affecting the overall cost of delivery of healthcare in the right places um, and, and reducing the you know, um, unnecessary emergency room visits or readmissions, but keeping a focus on the right investment of, of um, their primary or specialist's time uh, in uh, helping to manage their health. I love it. Well, uh, I want to thank both of you so much for, for joining me here on the podcast today. Hopefully we can have you both come back on in the near future and talk about some more topics, but really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having us. 